Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. Hey everybody, there's a couple of people we want to thank for supporting us on Patreon this month, yep. starting with Aaron C. Hollis, Aaron Howarth, Adam Marks, Adriel Moreland, Amanda Harris, Amy Gonzalez, Benjamin Brown, Brett Macris, Chelsea Mack, Clemens Soil-Luer, uh, Curtis LaRock, Demand Ryan, Dan Snow, Danny Heck, Danny Ali, Dennis Scott, Eduardo Martinez, Aaron Dorian, Jeffrey Reicher, uh, Gerald DeVilliers, Hugo Sanchez, Jason Williams, Jessica Ashcraft, Joe Craig, Jonathan John, Joseph Kelly, Joshua W. Bronson, Kaylin Swift, Catherine Annenson, Kendall Wilson, Kevin Kleinrock, Kieran Broderick, Lee Brown, Loana Thomas, Lu- love you, babe, Luke Singh, <laughs> Mark Carillo, Mark Kiefer, uh, Mark Zeller, Megan Thigpen, Michael Sturgeon, Mike Dargenio, Mitchell McDonald, Nick Broughton, Nick Grayson. Karen Comstock, our Omnia Solart, Perry Taliaferro, Pip P Twenty Twenty, Primetime Pauly G, Rahadian Sastrowardio, Tamilia Rush, The Twelve Badge, Tiago Nascimento, Victor Perez, W Blaine, Will Buchanan. Zika's Viral Comics. Na, 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 nailed it. Yeah, yeah you Thanks, did. everybody. Thanks so much for supporting us on Patreon. Thank and now, you. enjoy the live show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. Now that's our man of the booth, Booth Man Prize. Booth Man Prize. There he is. And Pete, I have to say, you're looking real good today. What? Yeah. You're looking very Something good today. Something about you. Right before we got on stage, yeah. Pete said, forget whatever regular shirt I'm wearing. I'm going to put on a Comic Book Club hoodie, and I got to say... It's looking to look real slim. It, it, it really is a nice silhouette. A you nice cut silhouette? you cut a fine figure. <laughs> yes, uh, you do. You uh, cut a fine figure. This is getting weird. No, um, it's, I'm big 100% serious. Don't you agree? He looks good. 
Take it to the crowd. Cool. I agree. I have never been more serious in my life. Yes. <laughs> I'm tempted to take my belt off two weeks in a row. Yeah. Oh, don't stop. Oh, yeah. This belt is so... <laughs> and in a lot of places, that seems like a threat. But in our house, it means... In our house? It's a compliment. It's the highest yes, compliment. This is we live here. You I give that. that shirt two belts off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep taking belts off, throwing oh them on the floor. God. I would uh, fuck that shirt. I guess is what I'd say. I'm very yes. uncomfortable. Uh, let's talk about Halloween, guys. Did you wear that for Halloween? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Not interesting. Not interesting. Hard pass. What? Now, I should mention, uh, we don't actually have a guest this show, right? Right. But, well, this is uh, intentional. We're just a day for us to recenter. <laughs> <laughs> and focus our, on ourselves because you know what we guess take up a lot of attention couldn't couldn't make it so right okay why are you being so earnest this is our time <laughs> yeah. this is our little retreat center that's why I wanted to ask about uh, uh, Halloween so I want to see what well, you guys well I was bringing this up maybe we could sit down no oh, oh interesting okay. I don't know <laughs> what uh, do you think cue the music <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> wow nice cue, nice cue Alex <laughs> I would like to sit down <laughs> He says, I'm very tired. Old man, those knees old are knocking. Old man, Zelman. It's, uh, God, you know, it, podcasters don't get old, they just fade away. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. I thought it was podcasters never die. I don't think Never that's say it. die? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we never say die. <laughs> right. Um, and you as can, always. Actually, that's true. You can listen back, other than when we just said it now. If you listen to every podcast, we have never used the word die before. Unless we're reviewing the comic book die. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we never refer to it by name. We call it, well, that one. Yeah, exactly, because we're badasses like that. <laughs> yes. And as always, I'm sitting to Alex's left, which, <laughs> if I remember correctly, deeply unsettles him. <laughs> I'm very upset right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pete's looking like a young, fine hottie. Yeah. Justin's sitting to my left. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. No, hot, hot or not. Hot, yeah. Hottie and not. Can we please? You know what? I'm going to say hot. I only just say, Pete, you're in a pose. You're like in a pose right now. Yeah, you look like an LL Bead catalog. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is that? You really do. Which is the uh, hottest thing I could think of. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. So rugged. Uh, and honestly, Pete, you're, you're a fall. You're an autumn. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really, it's your season. Yeah, yeah. I actually I got season. a catalog at home recently that said, are your Pete's ready for fall? Here's some new looks. And uh, it looks like you are. <laughs> it looks like you're ready for fall. Can we... Please talk about Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Let's get Why? back on track and talk about Halloween. Yeah, I would like to. What do you want to talk about Halloween, Pete? I want to know what you guys dressed up as. I went, <laughs> I went as a hot dog. <laughs> That's so weird. I, I also went as a hot dog. That's weird. Pete, what did you go as? A hot dog. <laughs> That's a crazy coincidence. Yeah. Uh, no, cup, th- real half a pack of hot dogs over here. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I went down to uh, Philadelphia. I went to a couple of union meetings and dressed up as a hot dog. <laughs> wow! Wow! Podcast circling is ever smaller audience. Uh, no, let's be honest, Pete. It went as a hot dog. He announced to us that he was going as a hot dog at the bar last week, and I almost wet my pants. I laughed so hard. You fell out. Well, I just couldn't believe you're going as a hot dog. That my, is, my nephew was going as a hot dog. So you stole his, you stole his costume. Yeah, because he was and he trying was to convince naked. his uh, brother and sister that you don't have to be. You know, dress up as something scary for Halloween. You can dress up as anything you want. So he went as a hot dog. What if you're allergic to nitrates? If you're allergic to nitrates, a hot dog is the scariest costume. Or if you happen to be a pig. Yeah. 
the ultimate nightmare is hot dog. <laughs> or, or a cow. You never know, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It depends on what type of if hot dog. If you're any animal. Uh, I will say, you, you found it hilarious. And then uh, Halloween night while I was walking around, mm-hmm. Pete was like, hey, send me pictures of your kids, which was a fucked up thing to text me. <laughs> yep. uh, but I was like, all right, here, here's the pictures of my kid in Texas. Uh, I want to see pictures of you as a hot dog. Uh, and I showed it to my nine-year-old daughter and said, Pete dressed up as a hot dog. And she said, no, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shade, man. <laughs> She's throwing me shade. She burned you so hard. Yeah. Her kids were, uh, you know, Calvin and Hobbes characters, which is absolutely adorable. You have big hot dog energy, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) HD. Hot dog? Hot dog. I thought you were just saying HD. HD. You're an HD. High def. (laughs) In my life, you're in high definition. (laughs) Everyone else is just a little fuzzy. You? Hi, Dad. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, my kids dressed up as Calvin's Hobbes characters. Uh, my son was Calvin. He had a Hobbes doll. Which I can't he... believe you weren't the dad. So here's the thing. The I dad was... is just dressed like a dad. Though. Yeah, exactly. But, but he has a big mustache. He's dressed as the dad no, right now. No, he doesn't now. have a mustache. Yeah. No, I literally am dressed like the dad from Calvin and Hobbes right now. Yeah, you are. Other than the fact that I'm not wearing a batten down shirt. But yeah, the only problem was we were, uh, my wife had to go to a dentist appointment on Halloween, which was, I'm sure, very hilarious for them. Uh, but she took a while, so we were waiting outside for her. And then at that point, the kids were like, we need candy. We have to go. Mm-hmm. And I was already in my room. Was that like a lesson, a lesson for the kids? Like... We're going to go to the dentist's office and then maybe go trick-or-treating afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, we're just going to do a little light drilling. Yeah. And then you're going to get candy, and it'll be fine. Uh, No, so I ended up wearing uh, my farm, the farm T-shirt for Riverdale. My daughter drew a scar on... On my uh, like backside, where kidneys are. Yeah, where the kidneys are. So the old like... kidney exit, as I call it. <laughs> so that the kidney elevator straight out the backside. <laughs> and I uh, had a couple of extra kidneys that I just kept dropping out of there. That's oh, wow. fun. It was pretty sweet. I did see there was like a. I, I wasn't sure if I'd see any Riverdale characters when I was walking around. Yeah. And I did. And it was some, like, 11 or 12-year-old girl who was dressed up like Cheryl from Riverdale. And you pulled your shirt up, and you were like, look at my back. I miss it again. Look at my back. I'm Kevin <laughs> from the farm. Yeah, yeah, little girl. Right in front of my wife. And she was like, you get that little girl? Yeah. My wife has a very southern accent. Uh, no, the, she actually, like, did a slow turn when she saw me at the farm shirt. She was like, oh. <gasps> You're the bad guy. Are you a farmy? Are you a farmy? And I was like, Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just a, a farmy. And she was like, oh, Which one are you? <laughs> I said, uh, Kevin, I guess. And she's like, Kevin. I'm one of those. <laughs> she was like, Kevin. Well, you're like, no, you're no Kevin. Yeah. yeah why well, don't you say Reggie or something? I don't know. It was the first. Thing. Well, because no, I you said I'm one of the ones that you don't. So I was <laughs> like, Yeah, Kevin. And I like lifted up my shirt to show the scar. And I was like, What the fuck am I doing? Yeah, you're flashing a twelve year old. Yeah. What you're doing. Uh, so I spent the rest of the day in jail, which was an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah. On Halloween, as funny. you should. Yes. Uh, no. So that that was the only Riverdale character I saw, but it was nice. It was that's interaction. Also, I, I don't think eleven year olds should dress up as Cheryl, but maybe that's just me. Well, oh wow, strong wow. take at the yeah, end of the Halloween saying, story. Like, if you're 11 year olds, maybe don't watch Riverdale. Uh, I don't know. I think everybody watches Riverdale. Really? Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's true. 
It's just as unlikely that we should be watching Riverdale <laughs> as an 11-year-old should be watching Riverdale. Yeah. So, so you're saying temper it's your, equally ridiculous that there was an 11-year-old who was dressed as Cheryl as a whatever age I am. Question mark. Yeah, let's never 40 define plus. that. 40 plus. Yeah. Yes, wow. dressed as in a farm t-shirt. Showing his backside. Showing my shirt, taking off my shirt. Yeah, uh, in the grand scheme, who was wrong there? Yeah. And a lot of arrows are going to point at old A's Alps. This is an unrelated question, but when you are lifting up your shirt, do you have to take off your pants at the same time, <laughs> or is it just like they're not connected? Not connected. Okay, that's like in when Pete takes off his belt, <laughs> his pants go flying off as yeah, they're just, they off into the distance. Uh, what did you? Yeah, did what was you? Up I was a very uh, put a lot of time into my costume. I carried around a Tin Man costume in my hand <laughs> for most of Halloween. Ooh. Spooky, right? Because it's like, will he put it on or not? And uh, our children were being too crazy for me to do that. <laughs> Wait, so you couldn't put it on before you took them? I came right from work. <laughs> <laughs> Did your kids dress as anything? Uh, yes. we. Um, uh, the My older daughter went as Dorothy, very into Wizard of Oz. Nice. Um, she uh, And then the younger, uh, the one-year-old went as the Wicked Witch. Ooh, oh, that's cute. My wife was Glenda, the um, stressed out witch. Uh, <laughs> and um, it was really fun. Yeah? Was it? Nah, no. Uh, because, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was crazy. Uh, we went trick-or-treating in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, and there's a yeah. lot of trick-or-treaters there, and it's yeah. chaos. Yeah. Wow. Well, you have an actual neighborhood, too, though, yeah. to trick-or-treat, which is nice. What Park- do you have? Well, Park Slope, the weird thing is, like, uh, I think... M- Particularly this year, because it was almost raining, there were not a lot of people out on their stoops giving candy, and there never are. Most of the businesses around the stores, yeah. which is very Ooh, weird for me. Yes. Because you go, like, you just walk down the rows of the stores, and they give out candy there. I grew up in a neighborhood with those stores, so I wasn't yeah. used to that at all. But You go to the bodegas, they give out cigarettes. Exactly. The liquor stores give out there little... Was and this didn't strike me until this year. There was a lady that was just like standing on the corner in front of a closed storefront giving something out. And we were like, oh, of course, this is somebody giving out candy. But she was giving out like adopted dog things. And I realized you could stand on a corner in Park Slope and give out anything. Wow. What a to, big revelation for you. To any kids. Anything you want, Pete. Nice. What All right. We'll give Alex's out free samples ninth of math. creepy statement. <laughs> That's our signal to wrap up Halloween Corner of uh, Comic Book Club. And now it's time to move on to our next section, which we like to call The Stack. Yeah. yeah. And again, uh, great job really reconnecting, guys, really just centering here. A <laughs> uh, bunch of books we're going to talk about here in The Stack. Licks kick it off talking about Invisible Kingdom number six from Burger Books. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's from Boom, is it? Uh, uh, no, it's from Burger Bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Part uh, of Dark Horse. Right. No. It's not what you might think, which is like a bun and it then did, a comic made, in the middle. It made it yeah. sound like you were making something up. Yeah. Oh, Burger Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Pete loves this comic. I do. Uh, it's kind of a very interesting thing about uh, people uh, uh, like taking away senses and like like the they wear these weird hats and i you know it's weird but uh it's very creative and the art's amazing uh i think it's a very interesting book uh, the characters are dressed sort of like professor x in the uh, x-men comics yeah who you hate yeah that's not 
So why do you like the hats here? Do you like hats in the X-Men? Well, the lollipop man pisses me off because... What about the lollipop lady? The lollipop lady's fine. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Sexist. I am. Reverse. Uh, so this book is not about that. It's actually a sci-fi adventure following two different tracks. One is following a woman who is in a religious order. Yeah. The other is following a, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, shipper or something like that? Uh, Importer-exporter? Importer-exporter. Uh, Space pirate? Yeah, kind of. Uh, and how their two paths are eventually converging. It's by Geo Willow Wilson with art by Christian Ward. Uh, it's great. It is very weird and dreamlike the entire time, but... It's really fascinating to read. Agreed. Yeah, no, I, I, I like it as well, and I think it is, it's sort of a dreamy book. It feels like you, two separate sci-fi dreams are coming together. Yeah. Next, what to talk and about? I only dream in sci-fi. Oh, really? Yeah. Fun fact. There you go. What are you dreaming, Pete? Mostly uh, murder. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. Great. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Uh, Cypher words? Yeah. Krakoa. Just all text? I don't dream. Oh, nice. Yeah. Too bad, dude. I just have nightmares. Dreaming is like reading a comic book in your own brain. Oh, that does have fun. Uh, mostly my dreams are about like going to work and doing spreadsheets and stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish oh. I was joking. Uh, Venom <laughs> number 19 from Marvel Comics. This is continuing the absolute carnage storyline of what's been going on in Venom. Is has been drilling in on specific or side characters to the main narrative. Here we get a little adventure involving... Eddie Blake's son, uh, though Eddie Blake has told... Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Brock? Brock. What just Eddie happened? Blake? Eddie Blake is uh, the comedian? Oh, there you go. <laughs> We've been taping a lot of podcasts. <laughs> uh, so, Eddie Brock... We need new names. What? Let's have new names in these guys. <laughs> yeah. Shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Different letters. Uh, whatever. Just call them whatever you want. Yeah. Blondie McBearderson. That's good. Uh, So it's focusing on his son, who he has told is his brother. He's in the. Why would he do that, man? Why would you lie to your son? Do you think your son would be super pissed at you if you were like, "Hey, we're brothers," and then after years you were like, "Hey, actually, you're my son." I told my daughters they are our pets. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, in this case. His son grew up being told he was his brother, and he just met him a couple of weeks ago, I guess, on the timeline. Okay. So, you know, they've been attacked by carnages and stuff. So they're busy. Give them time. Give them time. It's a big conversation. Right. It's the sort of thing of, like, let's say you were a co-podcast host with somebody, but they were actually your son. Like, when would be a good time to bring it up? Yeah, and uh, honestly, would wait like, at least your son years. who is older than them. <laughs> <laughs> and the best way to do it would be to compliment them about their physique, <laughs> and then say it uh, thirty minutes later, right. approximately. Yeah. Approximately, what time like, are we after right a now? couple, okay, just... after a couple pithy reviews of right, comics, right, you know? see what happens. <laughs> and there, uh, we're nothing if not pithy, pithy uh, <laughs> journalists. Is, yes. I believe what we are. Right. This is uh, what's your journalist. Take on this book. Now, okay. What's your first, jur- journalistic take on yeah. Absolute Carnage? All right, first off, <laughs> first off, we're talking about Venom, uh, and I you am not a journalist. It's, it's, yeah, you can talk. You can take the the thing is you make the story because you're a journalist. I you're, am not a journalist. Stop yes, trying to make you me are a, recentering uh, with our reviews here, and <laughs> I just feel like you know, follow your muse, whatever you want to talk about. You're a beautiful autumnal journalist. <laughs> I am Pete. not a journalist. 
And but uh, you are beautiful in a dump. It seems. <laughs> I don't know. Real quick, your does L L Bean stand for ladies love Bean? That's the funniest great joke. That is just glorious, Alex. Yeah, that's a great joke. I'll, I'll tell you what. You. That, thank you. You're on. You win. You won, yeah, you're yeah, on you a, won the episode. Well, that's it for our show. <laughs> we uh, always wanted to add not an L L Bean joke. But this is. I do like his son in this book. I think it's. Very touching, the hug they have kind of at the end. And uh, I'm interested to see with the, like how this works because they each have their own symbiote. And uh, it's it's cool. I, I think the Venom kind of fun that they're having in the Marvel Universe right now is pretty cool. And they're doing a good job, job of like having these big epic kind of stories and then the smaller stuff in this issue. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's enjoyable. How are you feeling about it, Justin? Yeah, it's good. I mean, um, I want him to talk to... Uh, it feels like he should talk about it to his sons. So yeah. yeah. It's time. After the hug, I'm hoping it's going to happen. Great timing. Yeah. We'll see. I kind of feel like maybe Eddie is going to die at the end of Absolute Carnage or something, so he Aww. may run out of time to do that. Maybe Wait, do you have some kind of insider information? No, I really don't. Oh, okay. It's just that they're doing, like, Venom Island and then the death... They have a venom skull that somebody's holding. So it definitely um, does feel like Eddie's being set up to die. Yes. Um, Fuck. So, yeah. But hey, by the way, man, sweet T-shirt. Thank you. It's Willow. Yeah. Vance. Let's move on to Tales from the Dark Multiverse, the death of Superman number one. Now, so, isn't he died before already? Like, this doesn't seem that original of an idea. <clears throat> Death of Superman? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is a tale from the dark multiverse. Okay. So it's sort of like their what if or the new version of the Elseworlds is telling dark tales um, that never should have been told. In this case, it's a remix of the Death of Superman where Lois gets really angry and becomes an all-powerful Superman herself. Guess what she does? Ends up killing a bunch of people. Uh, including I, Batman. Including Batman. I really like it the It should be first called the Death of Batman then. Hmm. Mm, I'm going to say no. All, all comics should just list their deaths on the cover. <laughs> and most, just, most I comics was hoping be like, Superman would die in this fucking thing, and he doesn't. He does die. Yeah. Superman he dies, dies multiple times. Right. Twice. Yeah, but Punisher comics should be the death of these nine random people. <laughs> <laughs> Change the name. Uh... Yeah, I like the first one of these a lot. Uh, that was the one fo- focusing on Nightfall. Was that it? Uh, with, uh, what's his name? John uh, f- uh, the Baptiste. Baptiste. Yes. Um, they, yeah. Where he uh, that, took over. Right, that was the one where he took over, but that was by Scott Snyder, and I want to say Brian Hill, but I could be wrong about that. Mm. Uh, and it was pretty over-the-top fucked up, which it feels like what these dark multiverse should, books should be. This... Felt like a very basic Lois gets Superman powers, goes mad, kills a bunch of people type thing. Yeah. Which, well, I feel like we've seen that with a dark Superman a lot of times where he's like, I have the power to make what's right in the world and goes and kills a bunch of villains. But I mean, the line. let's let's face it. If you did just get superpowers, you would kill a bunch of people in the beginning and then kind of figure your way through the superpowers. and that Sure. Kind of stuff I, I think I wouldn't do that, but. 
Yeah. Okay. Now let me ask. Let me ask you, Pete. What's the level of powers you would have to get to be like cool with murdering people? <laughs> like, would it be like if you got to like levitate a couple inches, you'd be like, "Sorry, I killed all those." <laughs> like you turn invisible, you're like, "I fucked up. I'm invisible and I killed people." Uh, I I I don't know how to answer that. You know, I mean, I know what you want me to say, but no, I, I don't. Honestly, I don't want you to say anything. <laughs> this is being recorded. I don't want you to say anything <laughs> incriminating. And I will say, I am I wearing. I think at a, this point, it's yeah. too late. I would say, power wise, just to speculate for Pete, he, he would have enough power to kill people if he ate like a really good sandwich one day. Oh man, yeah. Like, Ooh. that would take him over the top. Like, if he ate two Philly cheesesteaks back-to-back. Yes. Oof. I think he would have enough power to <laughs> do anything you wreck. want to do. Yeah. Wreck shit. He would have enough power to shit his pants. I, that's <laughs> for sure. Not from the cheesesteaks, man. Those things are fucking delicious. I uh, don't think you understand how your body works. <laughs> <laughs> Having been with you when you've eaten one cheesesteak, <laughs> I don't think you quite know the uh, level of kryptonite you're dealing with here. <laughs> if food is too delicious, it just becomes part of your body. <laughs> a little, I don't know if people know Pete's origin. He is from a, a cheesesteak planet. It flew here as a child, was adopted um, by these, uh, fa- this lovely family, yeah. and uh, raised to be a man of this earth. Raised but, on garbage plates. Uh, garbage plates. But his one weakness is the Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> It is his kryptonite. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's true. The garbage plate is sort of like the uh, the yellow sun. Uh, <laughs> well, cheesesteak is a kryptonite. Yeah. Ironically, they're so close. Yeah, they're they're both, close. They're That's both, a weird, uh, crazy thing about meat, it. Meat, bread, cheese, <laughs> fat-based yeah, dishes. Yeah. There's something about the cheesesteak that gets you. Yeah. It's the whiz. It's the whiz. It's the whiz. <laughs> it's the whiz. <laughs> <laughs> By his own admission, it's the whiz. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, here's, the, here's what I want to say about this. Yes, oh, okay, good. Now that please we've covered um, that uh, topic, um, I the art in this book is very good. Yes. And I really liked uh, reading this really took me back to when I read the death of Superman and how oh. sad that was and how that death really felt momentous. Yeah. And not, big crossovers like uh, like that don't have the same impact. anymore. Were you upset, though, that like Lois... You know, because on the cover, it looks like Lois murders Superman. Well, later she does. Yeah. Do you feel like that was spoiled for you and it was upsetting? No. No. Uh, <laughs> did you have any impact? Like, when you read their initial death of Superman, was that like... I I missed it. I You missed it. I you missed, it. missed it. You made it sound like you went to the comic book store and were just like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Whoops, I dropped it and it got away from me. Almost, because I very... I have, like... I honestly don't remember a whole lot from my childhood, but I have a Whoa. very distinct memory. You yeah. should talk to somebody you about it. You should. You're probably it. blocking you something out. Yeah, that, I'm definitely like... blocking a bunch of stuff out. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, but I definitely remember being at the corner store, whatever it was, like... It wasn't a deli. It was like a bodega. And I remember they had uh, their newspaper stand lined up, and I remember very clearly seeing... The death of Superman books, and then being there a couple of months later, and they had like all of the different four Supermans. And I was like, huh, wonder what that's about. Well, they anyway, didn't. off to get my Marvel comic books. Because wow. You were was, a Marvel elitist back then? <clears throat> no, I collected both DC and Marvel for a while, mm-hmm. and then Something I happened. had to, I ran out of space in my closet, and I had to make a choice 
which, what am I going to keep? What am I going to sell? And I ultimately was like, I'm either going to go DC or Marvel. And I sold all of my DC comic books. It was like, now back then as a kid, how did you sell them? Were you just on the corner? I went to a comic convention, which at the time was like in the basement of somewhere with like 10 people. But I sold 600 comic books for $90, which felt like an unbelievable amount of money. I was rich. I was so rich. Immediately bought more comic books. (laughs) (laughs) But from that point on, because I didn't have any of the DC stuff, I stayed away from that for years. Wow. This is what what re-centering is all about, is hearing a nice story. We missed it. And also, Alex was secretly Eddie Brock's uh, son. And so that's why he was, he had been uh, removed from society. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's probably wow, you blocked believe... out because you were turned into Venom for a couple of years and just you had no control over your body. Yeah, you had a symbiote. Yeah. Hey, That's that... because we're the same. <laughs> PT. That is the creepiest thing you've ever done. And you've done some creepy things. Thanks, man. That's no, not, uh, maybe not a cool. Compliment. Let's move on and talk about something else creepy and weird. Death's Head number yeah. four from Marvel Comics. Ooh, we, got uh, we got two claps. We got double claps. claps. This is the last issue of Death Head, uh, oh. which I was kind of surprised about. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Well, it's. Did I you not? Did you not notice how the story ended? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I you, did. Did you notice how it said end at the end and then said thanks for reading? Death's Head is over. Yeah, but. I just thought they meant they were lying. No, the end. That was the end of the comic, and I was like, "Wow, they're really taking this seriously." <laughs> oh my god, Ozzy <laughs> Pete, you look legit heartbroken right now. Yeah, I don't mean to laugh. Death's head just came back. It only got four issues. Do they let you? You know couldn't give them five. Do they thank you for reading their comic book at the end of every comic book? I wish they would. Yeah, hey, it'd Pete, be great. Yeah. They were all sitting around the table, just being like, "Hey." Hey. You know what? Thanks. Hey, Thanks. Good, it's good a lot. Work. Sitting around a table. Who are you talking about? <laughs> well, you know, it was like a family <laughs> setting where they're just like, hey, you're uh, part of the Are family. you talking about the characters? Yeah. You want the characters <laughs> at the end of a comic to be all together and be like, hey, just want to say, Pete, thanks for reading. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for reading my adventures uh, today. Yeah. I'm a robot. I'm a space <laughs> robot. Thank you for coming out. See, hey. they're around a table. That is... Those are different those are characters different from a different characters. comic book. Yeah, but this still says thanks for reading. Yeah, I know, but those are, that's... <laughs> Honestly, Pete, I don't know how you do it. I I know I said this last week. Every time we come and do this show, you say something. I'm like, what is this man talking about? This is a person I've known for so long. I talk to you more than most people in my life. And every week I'm like, what the fuck is this stranger talking about? And you just did it again. You just did it again. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't follow that up. Uh, Alex is crying. I'm crying. We were crying earlier today because of another ridiculous thing that Pete said. That truly, I can't wait for anyone to hear this on another podcast we recorded. It's unbelievable. Uh, anyway. So let me just back this up and explain to you. <laughs> the last page is a characters from the comic uh, Excalibur. Right. Yeah, right. I'm aware of that. Yeah. And they're, they're just, also not saying thanks for reading. They're standing near, near, not a table, but I think a pond. Right. A pond full of uh, uh, you flowers. Know, it could be a, 
That could sure. be a pond table. Well, I guess you know a what? pond is really just a water table <laughs> yeah, exactly. that right. no one eats at. Yeah. And it does specifically say death's head is over, but big things are coming from the creative team that made it happen. Stay tuned for an exciting announcement about Kai's next project coming soon. And follow Teeny, Teeny Howard, uh, into the pages of Excalibur, a brand new X-Men book, issue one on sale, 1030. Uh, so that's what they're talking about there. Yeah, All right, but they're still standing around being like, hey, thanks for reading it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I literally just read the whole thing. There are at least three independent thoughts that the follow idea. on each other. They are, they do follow. They're all on the same page. They're all on the same page, but it's all, it's three different things. The idea that at the end of a horrifying, violent Punisher comic where the last page reveal is him being like, I'm going to die for sure. And then you want another page where the Punisher's like, hey, Pete, thanks for reading this, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm really up against it here, you know? <laughs> My life's hard. Yeah. It's just me and... Uh, well, anyway, here's table a pic- full of guns. Here's a picture of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. I know it doesn't seem like we're friends, but Reed and Sue and the gang are really close <laughs> members of my family. And we just, wanted, yeah. we just got together at this, at this <laughs> pond, and we just want to thank you for reading. <laughs> we just want to this thank pond. you for reading our comics. That's, that's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for finally seeing it my way. You truly are a beautiful... Autumnal <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> What's great is you're saying that with, you know, there's a little glisten in your eye. I'm crying from laughing so hard at the things that you earnestly believe. You believe they, your characters were thanking you. Uh, have we talked about this book at all? I can't remember. Uh, no, I no. don't think so. No. And I'll tell you what, uh, this is a fun book. This feels like a yeah. 90s uh, style comic, which Dan said was in the 90s. Um, he, uh, one of the, the professor or whatever in here calls Death Head a violent refrigerator, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I thought was uh, no, I, no yeah. wonder you like this. Yeah. And uh, you like Death's Head. Death's Head was one of my favorite characters uh, from the 90s. Uh, yeah, I, I just think they're doing a fun job with him in this book. It's not taking itself too seriously. It, they have a lot of fun. Um, and Great yeah, to see I'm the, young, sad Aven- to see the young Avengers in here. What's that? Young Avengers. Yeah, it's such a weird assortment of characters, too, yeah. Yeah. that you wouldn't necessarily put together. It's a have. weird collection to stand around a pond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do you like Teen Death Head? You're a teen correspondent, as we always say. Do you like Teen Death Head? Yeah, yeah. definitely. There you go. Yeah. De- Definitely. Thanks. Yeah. That, that's the Most time. Death. That's the time we set aside for Pete's team corner. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad we got to it. <laughs> Last one we're going to talk about Batman Annual number four from DC Comics. Yeah. This is a one shot issue by Tom King and two artists. I think it's Mike Norton and somebody else. I'm going to double check yes, on the end. You should. Page. You should uh, double check. Uh, Jorge Fornes and Mike Norton. Our artists on it. And Dave Stewart on the colors, which I think is really yeah. comes Man, through. This Top is nine. so good. So uh, you good. love this, right, Loved Justin? This. this is one of the best Batman stories I've read in so long. Um, it's great. It's basically uh, Alfred's journal every day for uh, like a month of what Batman's doing. And it's like touches on all the different aspects of what Batman does across all the DC continuity where he's like stopping a bank robber sometimes. Sometimes he's um, traveling to an abstract corner of the universe to debate with a malignant force. And it's just so good. It's It feels like a, a swan song issue from Tom King being like, here's what I think Batman is capable of. And it was just, it's just great. 
Pete, you weren't as big of a fan, right? No, I mean, I, it's it's a annual. It's a fun kind of homage to the character. It's just kind of like Tuesday he was here, Wednesday he was here. This guy gets all over the place. He is so busy. This Batman doesn't stop fighting crime. Uh, that, that bothers you. No, I, I'm like, oh, yeah. You don't, I, you don't like calendars. <laughs> I just don't. I'm like, yeah, I, I know this about Batman. I know he, he's busy and he goes wherever he needs to to fight the crime and tries to do the best that he can. And every once in a while stops and enjoys some tea and has a little moment with Alfred. <laughs> and then he's back out there. So, like, uh, yeah, I was just like, it's this kind of reminds me of a collection of when they do like a collection of. Like four different stories about Batman. You get a little a little bit of that, and that's just kind of squeezed into this annual here. It's fun, but it's like, okay, I get it. You know. I One of the things that I really loved about this, and I feel like a lot of writers hook into this, but of course nobody has insight on Batman like Alfred does. And to hear his narration over these adventures where he's talking yeah. about... Batman fighting a dragon or Batman going to this other universe or Batman just going on a train and interacting with some terrorists and him talking about Batman's sense of fear is so interesting and so precise and so fascinating. Uh, It really does feel like a different look at Batman because of that. Because as readers, we usually get to see, yeah, Batman gets this magic spell and he goes off and fights a dragon and, oh, no, now there's more dragons. But because it's from Alfred's perspective and Alfred's diary, we get to see not just his... Uh, thoughts on it after it's already happened, after it's already done, uh, but also his intuition about what Bruce is actually feeling. And that's, to me, what makes it deeper than that. Because it's essentially the same bit as that Wolverine story from a couple of years ago where it was Wolverine's... Where, where, where his butler read aloud his journal. <laughs> right. I love Wolverine's butler, Wolverine's by the way. butler is, is a fun character. Yes. Dave is his name, I think. Master Howlett, can I get you another brewski? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, not no time. Got to pop them clothes. I'm too busy. <laughs> the best. Yeah. I, I feel bad that Alfred doesn't talk more about his life in his journal. Yeah, in his diary. He's mostly just talking about Batman. Yeah. But what's, today. what's going on Clean with Alfred? Clean the clock again. What else is he doing? Come on. Oh, come I, on, man. He does a lot, man. What else does he do? What else? Well, I mean, he has this big background. In, uh, no, but what is he doing now? Uh, who he can't rest on his old spy laurels. He, I'm sure he lives. He, he lives at his job. He yeah. lives in Wayne Manor. Yeah, but why Batman? Who, who's he hanging out? He's he, who's he dating? Is he dating? Maybe. I don't think he's so. got his nights free. He can do whatever he wants. He's right? got his nights free. Hey, that's his what nights he's are very specifically the time he's never free. We talk. Batman's out fighting crime. He's Alfred's not just here. sitting at home. He probably goes and like hooks up with people and has fun. Yeah. <laughs> you, <Okay>. think, <laughs> you think Alfred's out? Just hooking up. Yeah. <laughs> He's at the club. Where's he meeting people? Yeah. So you're you're saying between the point where Batman's like, I've got to go stop the Joker. Right. And he's Alfred's like, all right, like, I'm out the no door. No problem. Got to go yeah. fuck a lady. Yep. Uh, and he's out. And then Batman gets stabbed a bunch of times, stumbles back in. Yeah. And then he, Alfred comes in like, whoa. Oh, I'm yeah. so tired. Yeah, a lot so of times. Yeah. his brow and texting. <laughs> well, it was like, answer, oh, yeah, oh, he's coming back. Oh, shit. I got to get oh, home. Oh, he's checking his pager. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got a pager. Yeah. Um, wow. Batman's so, like, got stabbed a bunch of times, and Albert's like, LOL. He's like, oh, I'm fucked Cry, up on Molly at this rate yeah. right now. Master, uh-huh. master, I'm too coked up to give <laughs> yeah, surgery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's yeah. A, see, that's the kind of stuff I want in the journal. Yeah. 
I want to see like what's his TikTok channel like. Oh yeah, Alfred does a lot of TikTok. He's doing yeah. a lot of the like. <laughs> For our audio podcast, people are really listening yeah. out in your dance. Yeah. He does a lot of the, yeah, the more dancier TikToks. Yeah, it's like Batman is dead. Yeah, again, nice. But he'll be back. Stop now, Pete. You do your favorite TikTok meme. Yeah, do you, what's your favorite TikTok meme, Pete? <laughs> We know you're on TikTok. You're on TikTok. <laughs> I know you're on TikTok. Go, on TikTok, for those of you out there, go to Pete Le TikTok. <laughs> Le TikTok. Pete Le Talk. Pete Le Talk. Uh, yep. Yeah. Right. He uh, gets it. I yeah, I thought this was great. The art is great throughout. This is a fantastic one of the best, especially if you haven't been reading the main Batman title and want to get in on a, just a great Batman story that doesn't have a ton of continuity to worry about. This is a great pickup. My only problem with this oh, issue, here we, here we go, is the Snickers ads in the middle. Which okay, they're Batman not, Snickers ads. Why that's you mad? No. confusing because you're flipping through several days Batman's gone through. Uh, but Alfred's diary is sponsored by Snickers. Yeah, right. He has and an then endorsement. You flip to a Batman two-page Snickers ad, and there was a brief moment when I was reading it, thinking it was part of the comic book. Yeah, so you that's why you're upset. You who got sponsors? Got. Who sponsors your personal diary? Uh, also Brandon. Snickers. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Satisfaction. Yes. How about you? Who sponsors you? Um, uh, Matt, uh, can't remember the name of what wow. I was going to say. Matt, wow. Matlock. Matlock. Oh, God. Oh, I panicked. It was Matlock. Uh, Matlock? Oh, Rock. shit. <laughs> Matlock. Matlock reruns. Yeah. My journal is sponsored by reruns of Matlock on, on MeTV. Wow. All right. Uh, so definitely check those out. They air um, all day, every day on MeTV. Yeah. Hope that answers your question, son. And now that's it for the staff. He did it. He did it. All right, y'all. It is time for questions. And for that, I'm going to go out to you guys. All right. And if you have a question, you are going to get some free comics. And you can ask about anything. You can ask about Alex's Ladies Love Bean joke. Yeah. Uh, really anything. Is uh, Svelte Contour, Pete Svelte Contour, <laughs> whatever you want. What's your question? My name is Kevin. I dressed as the 13th Doctor for Halloween. Oh, oh nice. thank you. Great nice. Choice. Nice. Um, first, uh, Pete, mm-hmm. was your costume a sandwich? It was Ooh. no. It's not a hot dog. Is not a sandwich. Wow! Almost caught him there. Now for everyone um, going off uh, the death's head, that last page. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's <laughs> so for a comic conclusion, and I don't mean like the action climax, but I mean you know a, a last page hook like the, that. Um, what are some of your favorites from? Anything you've ever mm. interesting? So, like outside of the story, just like a uh, interesting question. So, like a page, not part of the comic book, but like we prefer to say "la page" on this. La page, I right? Guess. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, so, sort of like a little coda or an epilogue, even. I think we would would satisfy that. Yeah, I, not the, he's saying I not the cliffhanger. This is probably not it, but just because it's a recent one, the uh, not the last issue, but the second to last issue of Wicked and Divine hmm. was very good. I feel like there was a lot of back matter from Kieran Gillen where he sort of wrote about the story and what it meant and said, we're going to wrap up in this last issue. And the last issue just like ends straight through, goes through to the back cover even. Um, but 
That was very good. Uh, I was, I can't remember what comic it was, but it was like this big, you know, venture that happened. And then it was like, it was just this person doing some woodworking on a table and it kind of like had a piece from the story and you were like kind of like hey (laughs) you love tables Uh, but it was kind of like you realized that oh maybe that thing that we thought was this like crazy organic adventure was staged Mm. and so that was kind of like table Uh, Justin, do you have an answer for this one? Uh, I mean, this is sort of a more in the line of uh, what Pete thought was happening in that last page. But, like, I used to love in the back uh, Marvel Comics around. They used to um, advertise for uh, subscribing to comics, having them yeah, delivered. Yeah. And those ads were always, so like, holiday-themed. Or, like, they would just pick random characters and have them be like, it's almost Christmas, buy some comics. And uh, they would have just... It was like Wolverine wearing a Santa Claus hat and was like, subscribe, yeah. I do miss the general letters page. Like, I understand why they don't do it anymore. Yeah. Why don't they do it anymore? Because you can do all of that online instantly. You don't need to wait a month or take Uh, up the page That's what the internet is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But I I thought it was just cats. I did always like that. Mm. Like, you get to the end of a Marvel comic book and you'd have the same letters. You'd have the box being like... Here's what's coming next month that you got to check out. I remember reading those and just sort of like spending a lot of time on that. You miss the bullpen bulletins. I do. Or they'd be like, they'd say something that I was like, I'm too young to understand what this means. Yeah, this is definitely a sex something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, what was the dude's name who wore the uh, uh, pan on his head? Forbushman? Forbushman. <laughs> Would always be like, I'm here. I'm funny. Yeah. I. Uh, they brought some of that stuff back recently for the Marvel anniversary. Yeah. Like Forbish Man or whatever. And it, what, def- uh, it reminded me how not funny the Marvel funny stuff is. Yeah. Like, it was not good. Yeah, like what the... I mean, they were trying to do Mad Magazine, but it, they weren't comedy writers. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Forbush Man, not funny. I hope he dies. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, wow. sorry. I got to speak I my want truth. A, I want a gritty reboot. <laughs> for Bush Man. Uh, you, sir, what's your name? What's your question? And what were you for Halloween? Thank you, Alex. Um, John, I was a farmie for Halloween. Uh, another uh, farmie! Another wow. Farmy. Uh, my journal is sponsored by WeWork, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worried. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I guess this is the uh, Halloween edition of the podcast. Right. Um, uh, Immortal Hulk showed, you know, like uh, horror has a place in comics. Um, sure. Which comic book hero would you like to see given a horror treatment? Or conversely, uh, who would you like to see lightened up a little bit? Ooh, yeah. What do you think? Conversely. A horror treatment for a regular, for a a normie. I'd love to see a horror-inflected Forbush man. Yeah, you want him to be the the victim. Yeah, just a regular guy who gets a pot stuck on his head. It's horrifying. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, but uh, Marvel Zombies um, is, has just come back, I think, this week. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would uh, like to see just sort of more every day. Uh, I think that should be an ongoing comic where we, uh, anthology series, where we get to see a bunch of tales from Marvel Zombies. World. No, like stuff from outside towns where it's not New York where all the superheroes are. Yeah, like what, now that everything's a mess uh, and the heroes are trying to eat you, who then? Who is a hero? How does that work? Yeah. Uh, 
I would I would like to, I, and maybe they've done this maybe I just don't know but like um, I always felt like some of the kind of vampire characters like Morbius Blade and stuff like that like uh, lean into the horror aspect of the vampire stuff and like kind of have a couple of runs like that since Mortal Hawk was doing so well that might be a fun you want a more horrible a horrifying Morbius Morbius or you know like Blade kind of thing where they really kind of play up. What if there's like a horror version of like the Punisher? Ooh, that'd be cool. Like one of if they took the Punisher and sort of mixed them with one of the classic universal <clears throat> monsters, for example, that might be kind of fun. What would work? Yeah. What would work? I don't think Creature from the Black Lagoon would work. I the, hate you. The, well, creature the, from the Creature from the Frank Lagoon. <laughs> that, that would be fun. Yeah. Or they could just stand around the lagoon and thank people for reading. <laughs> yeah. It makes, it makes sense. Uh, it makes total sense. That's good. Uh, Frank and Mummy. <laughs> Leave Frank alone, you assholes. <laughs> invisible Frank. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. He feels Think invisible. about how much more damage he could do if he was invisible. How about Frankula? <laughs> Frankula. <laughs> Frankula. Oh, my God. That's good. Yeah. Uh, it still doesn't feel right. We'll come up with it later. We'll, right? we'll find I that. We'll figure we'll out keep, something. We're, we're going to just keep digging. Uh, do we have not. any other questions? Any Anything else? We're going to keep digging up Frank's body and finding an answer to this. All right. That is it for your audience questions. Yeah. Now we're going to move it over to my boy, Pete LePage, <laughs> for trivia. My boy. You have two children. All right. Don't, don't try to lump me in there. With what? Your actual two children. Yeah, I had a doctor. They're they're actually my brother and sister. You're my real son. Oh man, that's fucking. That crazy. makes sense. Uh, so this is the part we give back to you, the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win twenty five free dollars in the form of a gift card to Midtown Comics, because who wouldn't want to go to a comic book shop and spend twenty five dollars? Uh, who would like twenty five free dollars? A simple raising of the hand. We're looking to you, sir. Uh, yeah, why don't you come on up? Yeah. yeah. Please come down, stand over here. Yep. Great. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so uh, we're going to do a little trivia. How this is going to work is I'm going to read you the question, listen to all three possible answers, get all three questions right, $25 yours. Don't worry. It'll be easy. <laughs> and let me just say real quick, I don't usually sit on this side and the sight lines to the star... Oh my god! I, I was really like, honestly. You, I feel like before. Is, you, I feel like earlier. Like <laughs> I really thought I was going to be able to get away with it. A lot of times I sit over there and it's like obstructed view of the star. <laughs> oh my and over god. here, it's like honestly, I feel like I'm on stage. I feel like I'm on stage. <laughs> you with are star. on stage. Holy shit! You're blowing my mind. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so. I'm suddenly so nervous. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Um, but please. Uh, a- what, what is your name, sir? Marcus. Marcus, audience, audience, Marcus. Okay, we're rooting for you, Marcus. Here we go. Question number one. Chew writer slash creator John Lehman has a new creator-owned series called what? Is it A, The Man Who Fucked Up Time, B, Chew 2 Electric Boogaloo, or is it C, Eddie Izzard? So it doesn't seem like A is the correct answer, but it is. Wow. Twist. Ethan. A is correct. Wow, nice. Bold title. Bold title. 
Uh, I'm excited to check it out. Here we go. Question number two. Scott and Cassie Lang are reunited uh, for a new Ant-Man title written by whom? Is it A, Greg Pak, B, Zeb Wells, or C, Kate Beckinsale? So it's either A, Greg Pak, or it's B, Zeb Wells. How about B? B is correct. Great choice. Zebby. Zebby. Uh, uh, all right. Last one. Scott Snyder is writing with who on a new project called the Undisco- Undiscovered Country? Is it A, Charles Soule, B, Donnie Cates, or C, Simon Pegg? So it's either A if you would like $25, or you could pick something else. A? A is correct. Amazing. 25 work. free dollars, sir. Congratulations. Wow. Bravo. Uh, all right. Now, before we move on, though, as you may or may not know, Pete hides a quiz inside of our quiz. Oh, uh, Kevin's hiding in plain sight. Confused. Yeah. Yes. In the third answers. Now, uh, what Pete helpfully does right here at the end of the show is reminds us of comedians who have untimely died. Uh, died younger than we expected, yeah. uh, which is great. a great way like, to just really bring the show home. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, this is Robin Williams' movie. Robin Williams' movie. Great, great. That's making me feel real good here. Pretty, uh, it was pretty more recent to help him out a little bit. But oh, gotcha. It was it's before more... he died, though, right? Yep, definitely before. <laughs> <Okay>. Definitely before. <laughs> good what call. are the third <laughs> answers? Thanks for clarifying. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's is, as long as we're just kind of like marinating in the idea that he died uh, too young. Uh, yeah. that That's great. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what are your third answers here, Pete? Eddie Izzard, Kate Beckinsale, and Simon Pegg. Eddie Izzard, Kate Beckinsale, Simon Pegg. You can answer if you want, sir. What, what's your answer? I'm just going to ask, is it death to smoochie? No, it is not. Ooh. No, it is not. What, do you, you, have an you almost said it, Kev, because you were kind of like, I don't know, it could be anything, and that would be half the title. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, it could be anything, could be everything. Is that the full title? Oh, but, is it? Uh, there's anything in the title is my answer. Okay. okay. Anything goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that what it is? Absolutely anything. Do you know? Pete, why don't you just tell us? It's called Absolutely Anything. <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of that movie. Yeah, Pete, real quick, since you're such a super fan, what's that movie about? Uh, So uh, how it works is aliens uh, are deciding whether or not Earth uh, lives or dies. And so they give one person the power of absolutely anything to see if Earthlings are worthy. And uh, Robin Williams plays the voice of his dog because the guy, Simon Pegg, gives his dog the power to talk. And so Robin Williams is talking to him. Yeah. And it's a crazy... This sounds crazy made up. (laughs) (laughs) This is real. Robin Williams plays the dog? Yeah, the voice of the dog. Yeah, it's not animated. Uh, And this was before he died? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Doesn't seem right to me. Yeah. I think it's 2015. It's like... Oh, boy. There's so many question marks. (laughs) This is the last thing he did before he died. Yeah. One of the last things. killed him? Oh my God! What? Stop! What? Come on, man! You're the one who keeps doing this. Oh. Yeah, you you make us do absolutely anything. 
<laughs> if I had one wish, it would be more questions about Robin Williams right here at the end of the show. As we all know, tomorrow is new comic book day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? Oh, man, uh, a lot of great stuff. I am looking forward to... Dead Eyes number two. We really love the first one, you know, if you guys remember. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for that. And also Batman 82. Why I'm looking you? forward to Batman number 82. Why are you so oh, wow. mad at me about Because this? you robbed us of talking about that goddamn book on our stack. Here's the beauty of it. You can talk about it next week. Right. Cool. <laughs> There's nothing stopping you from talking about it, right? Why don't you I'm talk? Gonna, oh, we're talking about it. Yeah, I. It's I goddamn say, of Bane. It's fucking wrapping up, and I want to talk about it. I have an alarm set for whenever you start talking about it, wherever you are. I'm gonna fucking be there, and I'm gonna cut you off. Oh, cool. Yeah, you're never gonna talk. About you're this never book. gonna get to talk about <laughs> oh, this. Book. That's a crazy alarm. Try, that you try as you I might, mean, whatever, you're never man. gonna get to talk about this. Uh, great, Justin. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Lock and Key Dog Days number oh, one. Yeah, which comes man, out come on, great book that we've talked about. One of the uh, greatest duos in. Comics, Joe Hill, Gabriel Rodriguez. Yo, you had your chance to start. You had your time. And you basically used your time to threaten Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, fortunately, Alex gifted us the time to talk about this book. Uh, <laughs> Anytime. Get gotcha. off his nuts, you fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the very idea of kissing anyone's ass on this show is insane. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, no, so this is two stories set in the Lock and Key universe. It's uh, are you hoping to get more of a hosting gig out of this? Is yeah. that yeah? Uh, there's, I have some industry here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Okay, cool. Uh, You're doing a really good job. Thank you. Oh my god! Uh, I'll remember this in your annual review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Alex does give us annual reviews, yeah. yes. and it's almost time. They're coming up very quick. Yeah. You know, in a, a month, we will have aged another year on this podcast. Oh yeah. Because we started this. <laughs> Do you have something planned, Pete? <laughs> is, is it a murder? Let me guess. Is it another quiz? <laughs> uh, yes, definitely check that out. That's going to be in our st- stack podcast that comes out Wednesday. You're the only one who hasn't done a quiz. Well, Nobody's asking you about your quiz. No one's asking about it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. People, uh, you just got to turn the lock and the key. No. Or, I mean, turn the key in the lock. Ooh, <laughs> huh? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long day. Uh, I'm looking forward to New Mutants number one from Marvel Comics. They're finally back together. This is my team, and I'm so excited to see them back. Why That's are you shaking your head? You were like, I fucking love the Punisher, and I love it when people stand at tables. For like half this show, I'm allowed to like the New Mutants, Pete. That's cool. I don't have to sit there and you're like, it's so great. I don't have to sit there and agree with that bullshit. Yes. I, I don't know. Every time you talk about the Punisher, though, I'm like, yeah, man, I love the Punisher, too. Yeah, we're so reverential you. of your Punisher fan. We <laughs> spent a good chunk of this podcast coming up with cool ideas for how the Punisher could be different universal monsters. Like, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's one we're leaving out. But well, I don't. The werewolf. Punisher, yeah, oh, werewolf, yeah, yeah. wear gun, wear cast, <laughs> wear gun, yeah. Gun. yeah that'd be At cool. nighttime, he turns into a gun. <laughs> and someone, but it. someone has to pick him up to shoot him. <laughs> think about That's it. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, so 
That all said, looking forward to New Mutants number one. We'll have a review of that. couple of things to plug before we go. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He just lost it in the middle of it. That was what hysterical. No. <laughs> he looked at me and couldn't control it. No. He just looked at me and you're like, you crazy son of a <laughs> no, bitch. No, that wasn't what it was. What it was is, uh, so we tape a lot of different podcasts, right? Uh, we do a Riverdale podcast called Riverdale After Dark. We do a Watchmen Very podcast fun. called Watch and Watch. That actually runs out twice a week. Once after the episodes, and once with a bonus episode. Which we uh, have a guest on this week. Yeah, we have a guest on this week, so that's going to be a lot of fun. That's why we don't have a guest on this show, because we used our We used our, yeah, our yeah. uh, cachet. Uh, but I always end every podcast we do saying, uh, support our Patreon. Uh, we also do a live show called Comic Book Club. That's what I was about to say. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's hilarious. I was hilarious. about to plug our live show. You were about to show. plug Comic Book Club. Yeah. What a funny mistake. <laughs> yeah. What, what a blast. What a goof. Yeah. It's because I'm here instead of... If you looking to Justin to cover exactly, that's you looked a, at me. I feel like some I sort usually of, cover his ass. Yeah. I feel like some sort of jumbled up Frankencastle right now. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. idea. That's not worth idea. the wait. It wasn't worth the wait. <laughs> what do you want to plug? Pete? And that's a castle with guns that shoots guns. <laughs> <laughs> like right. cannons are just guns for castles. <laughs> Make sure you friend us on Facebook so you can uh, learn about all the amazing guests we have on our show. Um, and I say at this point, but I'm sitting over there usually, I say follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. So, Alex, now I'm looking at you to pass the baton. Oh, yeah. And that's what Whoop I call, and that's what I call recentering. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast. More, you can uh, comment and uh, subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or the app of your, your choice. A couple of people we want to thank before we go. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> we want to thank Boothman Prime. Prime. And Brian. But most of all, we want to thank you guys for every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Totally free. Please tell your friends. Good night. Good Thanks, night, everybody. Guys. Thanks thank for coming you. out.